0: Everybody to episode 19 of Late Arrivals. We got the whole gang back this week. We got Chris back from Buffalo. Con- Connor back from Omaha. Lou and Howdy. I just Lou and I just stayed at home. Yep. And Lou has no facial hair. And no glasses. Hey. And no
1: glasses. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> <We're> going-
2: <laughs> He's starting off no-shave November fresh. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, are you guys um doing no Movember?
2: Mm. I kind of did the mustache all summer, and I'm kind of over it. I
1: I can't I can't go just
0: mustache. I look creepy
2: yeah. as hell, man. Like I, yeah, I mean, so <laughs>
1: do
4: I. But I'm gonna
0: do it. This is about as long as mine gets, so yeah, I'm just
4: I'll
1: keeping just, it. I'll
3: like
0: keep you can kind of see
3: it growing in a little bit.
1: I'll keep the beard going and trimming it up and stuff, but that's that's about it. If I go just mustache, I think Jenny would would dump me.
3: Uh oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look like a damn cop looking like a
0: knock fucking knock like a knock well even though it is november 2nd what'd you guys do for halloween um i was at the sabers game so
2: that's about it <laughs> i did uh i did all my halloween celebrating on saturday i flew back from omaha I ended at like three, and then I had to get to a party in Long Beach at like seven, and uh, I uh, woke up feeling it. How how was <laughs> so,
1: how was Omaha?
2: Omaha was great. You know, I mean, it was a quick turnaround. It was really, <laughs> I was really only there for like a little over 48 hours, but good to see my cousins. We went out in downtown Omaha to a couple cool bars. We went and saw Luke Combs on Friday. That was cool. He kicked ass. That was a great show. And uh, yeah, just a good little... Uh, good little trip and then i'm back on the road again tomorrow heading out to florida Hello, rider connor's a busy bee mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yep after this next trip i don't want to go anywhere for like three months <laughs> <laughs> what about you lou what did you do
3: um nothing <laughs> have the pumpkin that was kind we of we saw okay,
1: I saw the pumpkin. That was yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I posted on the lap account. Yeah, that was a nice
2: that was nobody a nice pumpkin.
3: nobody nobody posted their pumpkins though. So
2: that's not true. Carly did.
3: Well, yeah, but, she did. She I, didn't, Carly. I didn't do one, so <laughs> yeah,
1: I didn't. I was going to and then I forgot. I should have done I should have done some with my cousins.
0: They're younger, but I totally forgot.
3: I didn't get what, can any can trick-or-treaters do? this year.
0: Yeah, there was nobody around Heather's neighborhood on Monday. It was weird.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was up with that.
0: Well, to stick in the spirit of uh candy and Halloween and stuff. Let's uh let's start off hot with uh what's most likely gonna turn into an argument. <laughs> but we already kind of were talking about it on the timeline, but we gotta we gotta go around and say our favorite Halloween candy because it definitely was a hotly debated thing in the group chat too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have like two. Mine's uh, Toblerone and uh,
0: Twix. Twix those is like, a solid choice. I, yeah, those I'm, are my go to's. I'm a whore for Kit Kats, uh, Kit Kats but, yeah. but Twix is a strong number two. I won't need anything else. If I'm feeling frisky, I'll eat a Milky Way, but that's about it.
2: Good Milky call.
1: Way is the frisky Jake. I know this now
2: um mine goes to watermelon sour patch or a good choice or milky way that's what i'm going with
0: i feel like you have to be in a certain mood for like sour candy like i love like sour and gummy candy but i i feel like i have to be in the right like mood to eat it it's not something i could eat all the time but the the watermelon sour patch are definitely like a a top tier choice when it comes to gummy candy like
2: that i'm seeing i'm seeing a lot of love for Reese's in the uh in the chat i've i don't i don't i don't get it i've just i used to I've always really thought like they were incredible. i've always thought they were just incredibly overrated i
1: used to like it a lot when i was younger but they blow it's like too much now just, i can't eat it just not
2: i love peanut butter for some reason peanut i, I love peanut butter and i love chocolate for some reason i don't like them together. Lewis, Just, with, I don't
0: know. Okay. <laughs> Lewis, um, <laughs> I was gonna say it's ten ten minutes into the pod, so new record of of have God damn it, Lou!
1: When I when I posted the the candy thing on uh, on the Twitter account, I uh, saw a lot of people putting um, what was it? Midnight Milky Way.
2: <sighs> Midnight milky ways it. are good.
0: That maybe had it once or twice, so I can't really. I don't, don't really have they, an opinion.
2: I don't know if they make it anymore, but uh, there is. I f- and I forget what it was called. But there was a Milky Way where it also had, like, a little bit of marshmallow in it. And it was. I vaguely was remember those. Fire! I, I'm so sad I can, like, never find it anymore because I love those. But, oh, well. I'm yeah, the, up.
0: On the topic of, like, Reese's and stuff, like, I don't like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups but i i feel weird for liking like the twix peanut butters <laughs> cuz i feel like it's the same thing just with the wafer inside yeah i don't know maybe it's just the different peanut butter tastes maybe where i could tolerate one or the other but i don't know i'm not a huge reese's guy like i'll eat them if they're around but it's not my my go-to choice i like uh, i'm a big peanut m&m guy i don't like
1: just the like Regular M and M's. I like the peanut M's. Why are you making that face, Lou? Yeah, Lou's disgusted with what (laughs) I just said. After he just said peanut butter is disgusting,
2: he has the gall to give me that face.
3: (laughs) The gall. The gall. gall. I don't
2: understand how peanut butter is disgusting.
3: It's fucking like eating a fucking (laughs) rabbit ass.
0: That,
2: that took a sec, but
0: and I no was waiting point. for it. He got it <laughs> out. <laughs> we are and not even
2: fifteen minutes year. in. He got it out. <laughs> Rabbit and a new, ass. And
4: a, new,
0: a new animal this time. <laughs> don't oh, don't dang, ask man. Lewis how he knows these tastes. It's just just how he how he explains. I
3: say worse things in the group chat. I'm not going to repeat them. Here. You know
1: that he be.
2: rolls. It's our friend Lou rolls.
1: Lou says he's from Northern California, but the way he talks and describes food, I feel like he grew up down South somewhere. Like he's, <laughs> he, always, he sounds like a little country bumpkin with his food. Yeah, Lou, you
2: don't. Yeah. Lou doesn't talk like he's from the Bay. <laughs> he sure shit does not talk like it.
0: <laughs> well, before we get into the news for the week, because there, there is a lot, a, a lot to talk about with the ducks over the last week. Uh,
2: and finally some positive
0: things ish kind of yeah <laughs> times <laughs> but we just want to thank everybody because last week was kind of a big week for us we were sitting at almost we're at fifty four followers now on Twitch so we notched another thing in our uh, our checklist of things to become affiliate on Twitch y'all yes. uh, we hit five hundred followers on Twitter which I thought we had less followers honestly. I Did didn't you? know we were, I didn't know we were that high up. Um, yeah, getting
2: 500 already is pretty good.
0: Yeah, my yeah, my original
2: it. goal
1: was to at least get there by like Christmas.
0: So, hey, we're hitting on
2: on you know, that same vein exceeded expectations, Chris. Exceeded expectations.
0: We've uh we've hit 5,000 downloads sooner than expected. and You said like yes. two two episodes sooner or was it three? Um, oh, three. Three. Yeah, three episodes. <laughs>
4: three so,
0: times, right? yeah, we... it I don't think we can put it into words of how thankful we are that, you know, we get the support that we do because we do just come on here and babble about random shit half the time. But yeah, right. we're we're thankful <laughs> that we, we get this support every week yep. and, you know, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be here without you guys, so... Yeah, yeah seriously, it's awesome. Yeah.
1: I mean... We're
2: very thankful... And we're, we're, We're very thankful for all the interaction that we're getting on, you know, especially the new interactions in the Twitch chat, the new interactions on Twitter and the Discord and everything like that on all the social media. So a big thanks to that, too. It's been a lot of fun. We haven't more fun.
0: We haven't pinned a date for doing a stream for 5,000 downloads, but sounds like we're sort of in agreement to maybe all uh, get Lou to eat some toast again.
3: No, I'm not
2: doing that. <laughs> yeah, what? That one, that let us one. know. Yeah, let us know in the Twitch chat or like in maybe on in Twitter that. when you hear it's, this. Yeah, like what would you guys want to see in like a special like? I don't know, we'll do it on like a Sunday night or something like that. A special like, what is it? Five or 500? What? thousand or five hundred? What? Five thousand dollars. thousand. I'm like, what number are we celebrating? A bunch 5, of fives. Yeah, a special. Uh, a special uh five thousand listener episode. What uh what sort of hell no, content do you guys want to see? Coffee. What do you want what do you want us to make Lou eat? What do you guys want me no. to do? What should we make Chris yell about? I don't know.
0: D <laughs> flow and D-F- D and, and Jake said Lou drinks coffee and Shant said Lou has to eat peanut butter.
2: Lou eats the neat Lou needs to drink a cup of black coffee. Two pieces of Kane's toast, an entire bag of Reese's minis.
3: I think you all need to mind your own business. That's what I think.
2: <laughs>
1: we can just have loop, smear peanut butter on Kane's toast and and drink coffee with it.
2: Jake, should I should I pull a Felix and this uh, and this is for Jake Rudolph in the chat? Uh, Jake, should I pull a Felix and do uh, and to that stream without a shirt on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all it's... can just
1: get completely
0: wasted. Yep. Take everybody to the gun show. We uh <laughs> hot tub
2: stream. <string>? Hot
0: tub. <laughs> all
2: right, tattoo tour.
0: <laughs> oh, again, thank you guys for all the support. Um but oh, let's thank uh you guys. let's get into some ducks news because like I said, there's there's a lot of shit to talk about. You're so in. since the last since the last time we recorded the ducks Kind of continued skidding down down the road um didn't help that they had to play both the lightning and the golden knights consecutively, but they kind of kind of salvaged the uh the week with uh, two two overtime wins, still no uh regulation wins still for the ducks still no but, wins. you know <laughs> this is the season of vibes, so let's, yeah yeah mm-hmm. who cares wins or wins? I mean, they're, they're winning in
1: the overtime. Okay, the overtime winning against the Leafs. I was uh, at my aunt's house. They had the Bills on. So, you know, we're watching Bills Sunday Night Football, and I got the, the Ducks game on my iPad with no sound. <laughs> and I'm watching it, and Zegras getting the game winner. I, like, almost fell off the, the chair at the dining room table. It was amazing. <laughs> it's a beautiful
0: goal. So before we get ahead and talking about that, uh, the Ducks Lightning game, I I watched the tail end of it. It wasn't as bad as it seemed, but I'm playing Tampa Bay, and kind of where we were at at that point of the streak was yeah. it's a little rough because it was a tightly contested game. But the the Hagel goal to go ahead was kind of rough to watch because yeah, you know, I, I think we're beating a dead horse saying that. You know, the Ducks aren't getting saves and the goaltending needs to be better, but it just was – that one was was frustrating. Um, but, again, playing a team like the Lightning, we all were saying it's either going to be a blowout or it was going to be a tighter game like that. So I'll take a tighter loss against a team like that that's – you know, they were back-to-back cup champs just two seasons ago. Like Yeah. You yeah. can't really complain about like about competing against a team like that. Yeah,
1: and I I got to watch I think the first two periods, so when I left it was all fine and dandy and then I'm at the airport and I see Hegel score and then the empty netter of course. So I mi- I missed how how it ended like that. I don't I don't I'd even I don't remember seeing the goal. I don't think I watched the highlights cuz so I was kind of annoyed, but
4: But yeah, don't, what can you do? To, don't blame you. Know, you.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's the lightning. <laughs> like you said, at least they were in the game, and yeah. you know, Zegers looked pretty good that night, which is nice. And
2: yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely one of, if not the best games that we had played this season so far, just in terms of like an all around team effort. You know, I, I know we still talk about you know there's still issues on special teams and still issues on the blue line and stuff like that, but I mean. You know, I I know we'll touch on the other part of this here in a bit, but you know, in that game you have guys like Jamie Drysdale really shining. Um, you know, you have the you have the top two lines. You know, continuing to show that they can that they can put points on the board and stuff like that. Um, you know, it was it, it it was one of the games so far where it's like yeah, you know, you kind of uh, on paper the result doesn't look great, um, but if you would watch the game, you know, it's it's um it was definitely a step in the right direction of what some of us potentially thought this team could be.
0: Um, Yeah. It's a game with positive takeaways.
2: Right. Yeah. Which, which was going to be high octane, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of transition game, you know, picking a lot of pucks out of our own net as well, but putting a lot of pucks in the back of the net as well. And I mean, you know, to take a team that had just gone to the Stanley cup final three times in a row, you know, pretty much down to the wire and put up a good fight for, you know, almost a full 60 minutes. I mean, I mean, I thought, that was a win in of itself for this, for this team, for that game. So Mm -hmm. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't too upset with that at all.
1: I think they actually killed uh, a lightning power play in that game. Didn't they?
2: (laughs) I I
1: believe they did. Yeah. I think they killed at least one. Like, wow. That, that got me going.
0: So we take the positives from that game and then we (laughs) go into Friday against Vegas and yeah i'm glad that i fuck it all up (laughs) i'm glad that i chose to i told myself i wasn't gonna watch the game and then i watched the game anyways
4: Mm.
0: um but you know it just was it's a very frustrating game to watch you know you lose jamie drysdale to injury which from the second it happened like and they showed him skating off and his arm was dangling i i was like Jesus. yeah that's that's not good like
2: <laughs> yeah I
0: was... you just you just knew um and you just have a really shitty time not scoring uh after games where you're at least putting up a fight it just it, it was it was frustrating to watch and it doesn't help that we were already kind of in that skid and then you lose a player like jamie drysdale in that game it's yeah it felt like rock bottom (laughs) at the at the start here um yeah yeah might be a little little too dramatic there saying that but at the same time like it really felt like that point of like god damn it like we're we're here again like come on yeah actually the ducks actually outshot the knights and that was that was annoying (laughs) i think that's one of the things that made it very frustrating Mm -hmm. um because it was just like everything they were getting on net was being saved and credit to Logan Thompson. Like he played a killer game, but it just was like every opportunity they got was either just right, right in the glove or Thompson's making an incredible save on something. And it's just like, God damn, like fucking let one in. Yeah.
1: It just, it seems like it doesn't matter who's in goal. When we play the Knights, they could literally just pick someone up off the Vegas strip who just got out of some club. Be like, dude, we need you. Like, follow us. And they just throw them in net and the ducks get blanked, or we get one weird goal that's like an own goal or something. It's just Yeah. I hate playing. That. I hate watching games against the Knights, dude. They're so frustrating.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That Vegas game, I um that's when I was at the concert in Omaha. So I did I did not see any of that. So like I I was not looking on Twitter at all. I just noticed throughout the night that we had lost four to nothing. And I was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> all right back to my drinks um (laughs) um, so i didn't i didn't find out about the drysdale injury or that he had gotten injured until the next morning and so i didn't i didn't i didn't really even see anything of it until they um you know um until i saw a few replays on twitter and stuff like that and yeah i mean i mean you know it's a it's a it's just a nothing hit you know it's not really like one of those things where it's like oh it was unnecessary or it was you know it was out of line like you know i mean Guy's just finishing his check, you know, as Jamie passes the puck. It looked nothing. And, like, he didn't even, like, really finish his check either. You know, I think think it was just kind of awkward placement of where his shoulder was. And, yeah, I mean, you could – I saw people, like, that were maybe like, oh, I can't believe that the injury ended up being as bad as it was. But it's like, I mean, if you see the video, like, he literally is not, like – he came out, like, his arm is, like, flopping down. He was missing an arm. Yeah, it's like (laughs) – it was kind of written in the stars once you saw that and once you saw him kind of dangling his arm that this was probably not going to be a good result. And it was not. It was not. So, yeah, yeah Jamie. Is it?
1: Four, four to six months?
2: Yeah. Yep. Jamie Drysdale, torn labrum, out four to six months. And, I mean, you know, we <laughs> had our, you know, we already knew that this Ducks defense was suspect at best. And it's just a a blow that, this decor absolutely did not need and for it to be somebody like Drysdale who especially this year was supposed to be a year that he was going to be taking big and adequate steps forward forward in his development you know maybe some sort of a breakout year and mm-hmm. it's just and it just really sucks to see and you really feel for the kid because I mean you know the first nine you know seven eight nine games in, you know it looked like he was going down that road and it looked like he was poised to have a really good season so I mean mm-hmm. I'd say he's been I'd say he had been the Ducks best defenseman so far. But you know, now, you know, we're 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 in a hole where, you know, the D depth is really gonna be tested, or you know, whatever semblance of a of a defenseman <laughs> depth you guys want to think we have right now. But, you know, we're down, I mean, now we're down a right shot defenseman until at least February at the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, this is a season ending injury for him, and we see him next year. So it'll be It'll be really curious to see kind of what happens, how Aikens and verbeet kind of shift things around, who we see. You know, I wonder, you know, how soon we see a Drew Hellison call up. You know, get that right shot over here, you know, just kind of see what we have. You know, I'd assume maybe somebody like Ole Ulevi would be one of the first ones to get called up. You know, just somebody yeah. who has that experience. I'm not sure if we'll see Drew Hellison in a matter of weeks. I feel like that might be something, you know, maybe a, a month or two a month or two down the road just to kind of see what we have. You know, Axel Anderson's another name that we can maybe see. Who's another right shot defenseman down there in San Diego? So, um, Axel. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, you kind of maybe think that if we had kept Olin Zellweger up for a nine game look, I mean, we're at. I think we just played our ninth game, so that would have been perfect timing in terms of like, you know, okay, we just lost one of our big offensive contributors. And if we had an Nolan Zellweger here, that makes it maybe a little less painful and it gives you all the more reason to maybe, you know, kind of give him some more minutes and see what he has for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, now, now we're kind of stuck, you know, it, it it's going to be tested for sure. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll see a lot of, a lot of swapping with that seventh and eighth D, you know, between, um, you know, between Anaheim and San Diego. But um, yeah, it just, I mean, at the end of the day, you just, you just feel for the kid because you know that, you know, it sucks for him.
4: <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it, not being able to, to play. Say,
2: needless to say, I mean, you know, shit, same thing happened to Max Jones last year. You know, I think it was just a couple of games in. You know, he had a four to six month injury. And yeah, um, you know, I know, I know it was a little bit um of a different injury. I, I know he had a torn peck, um, and he just ended up missing the rest of the season. So I mean, you know, you hope Drysdale makes a quick recovery and he's able to get back by February and you know, get get the last month or two of the season under his belt. Um you know, to go, to go positively into next year. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's like the last thing that this defense needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus.
0: Well, thank God Dallas Eakins was thinking ahead of time and did 11, seven that game. I think that's what pissed me off most was like, he got hurt and it was just like, Oh, so fucking Dallas's dumbass idea of doing 11, seven pays off because now you're down a yeah. defenseman and now you have six.
2: Right, yeah. yeah, and and uh, Jake Rudolph just pointed out in the chat that uh, Oliu Levy has um, the most games he's played in an NHL season has been 23, and that was two years ago. So yes, he does have a uh, he does have NHL experience, but it's not a whole lot, you know, compared to somebody like a Drew Hellison or an Axel Anderson that's really got nothing. Yeah, um, you know, I I would just still maybe think that if they were to call somebody up, he'd be first in line just because you know we know how verbeek has kind of worked in terms of like you know kind of waiting just a little bit to uh to you know give the young guys a little bit more time so um but i mean i mean that's a very good point by jake too you know i mean that could verbeek could just surprise us and be like hey let's just kind of start seeing what we have in Hellison right away and i'd be i'd be all for it i'd love to see it i'd love to just start letting um or you know i i would love for us to just kind of start seeing you know kind of what we have in some of these young guys that are available for us in san diego so um yeah i mean i mean it'll be interesting to see kind of how we navigate this um and you know how we can deal with injuries going forward on the blue line yeah and i saw i saw there was something um i don't remember who asked it or where i saw it um somebody may have texted me this question but they were like okay so does this now impact what oh i think i think i think ryan asked it um our good buddy ryan shout out ryan um, in the, in, the <laughs> <I just laughs> in our Twitter group chat asked, uh, you know, he was like, do you guys think that this impacts what happens with Klingberg um at the deadline? And personally, I don't think that re- I don't think it changes much. um you know, wow. especially if we're not r- really close to a playoff spot. I still think regardless of Jamie being here and regardless or regardless of Jamie not being available um and regardless of us maybe you know still um you know missing a right shot defenseman, I still think if we're not at anywhere close to pushing for a wild card spot and i mean even if we are pushing for a wild card spot i still think klingberg is going to get dealt at the deadline no matter what i'd be i'd be positive to put some more i'd be positive to put some money on it yeah um so i don't i don't think it's going to impact what happens with john klingberg at the deadline just off an initial reaction i mean you know we'll obviously see what happens these next few months as the season kind of you know goes on and gets more legs underneath it but um yeah just just food for thought on that you know not sure what you guys kind of think but
1: yeah i honestly feel the same i don't think that i don't think it means anything
0: towards that at all but like you said we'll see well moving on to the uh canadian national crisis that was uh (laughs) the leafs lost to the ducks the ducks snapped the skid with the overtime win like chris said trevor zegris with the overtime winner on a and a hilarious quote afterwards of the fact that the shot that he took that became the game winning goal was done with his eyes closed <laughs> um
2: i Trevor's was is him. is him he is him he is him and it was kind of crazy just how he you know just in that entire third period and um you know that overtime period as well. It was it was really just amazing to see just how he's able to take over a game like that. You know, yeah. when he can and when he's able to. You know, I mean, I mean, he was all over the place. You know, with the, um, you know, the first goal he just springs in between two defensemen for a breakaway and just,
1: oh my god, he made that look so easy. Pulls that, pulls
2: that move that he's always working on in warmups, like just yeah. like it was nothing, like it like he was doing it with his eyes closed. Yeah, and then he got and then he goes and scores an overtime goal on a shot that he said he did with his eyes closed to boot. So yeah, yeah he it was, was like it, at the end of the shift. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's just it's just so nice, and it, it's this has been talked about with Trevor Zegers ad nauseum in the last two years, but it's just amazing to finally have a guy to bring that dynamic value to this roster. You yeah. know, th- they can do it in so many different ways. They can do it. Um, you know just like he can it's 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 really promising going forward and you know and then and then on the flip side you know you got you have guys like Troy Terry that are starting to click with him too and then Adam, Hen- Adam Henrique's clicking as well you know I look I know Henrique in that sense is the elder statesman but um, yeah you know it's good it's it's really good to see that the guys you were looking for to produce and have your top offensive numbers are still doing that even in a situation where you know the bottom six in your defensemen as it's been for the ducks are not really necessarily back, backing them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so not providing them a whole lot of support. So it's positive to see it's it's good and it's reassuring to see that they're still able to do that and contribute in the ways that they can, even when they're not getting a lot of help from you know the guys below them in the lineup. So
1: yeah. And I don't know who um who was all over Zegras. I don't know what Leafs player that was, but for him to be able to fend that guy off and then just still was, like snipe it top of the corner was. Just I think ridiculous. they said was it, Hull?
2: Was, it was. It was perfect. I thought they said it was. It curfut. was perfect. It, it was perfect. I think Hole okay. was like pushing. I think Hole cleared out to go uh to go try to cover Fowler, but okay. yeah, it was it was Yeah, but it was it was good to see, and and I mean credit to you know an area especially last year that, you know, that we think Trevor egress needed some help in was, you know, his, his overall strength. I mean, you know, for him to just be able to stick his leg out and, and, and uphold a player that's a little bit bigger than him and just drive to the net and, and still get a full, a full shot off and roof it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that shows that he's worked on his strength a little bit and that's, yeah. And that's something that's great to see from him. So.
0: Yeah. I was, I was in line for merch at the twin temple show when the Vitrano goal was scored and then called back anti-italian
2: so, anti-italian discrimination
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i was i was sitting the whole time like fuck this got disallowed so now they're gonna lose and then by the time we got merch and walked in to to stand on the floor um they they zegra scored to win it and i was just sitting watching the replay and you know like all like scrunched up with people around <laughs> me just like oh yeah. shit cool he scored <laughs> uh but like i said it 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 was almost like a national emergency in Toronto. Um, I love it. Every reporter was calling the team out. It turned, It comes out that they benched Marner because Marner was on the ice for two goals, I think.
1: I believe so, Is what yeah. they
0: said. And how he kind of threw a tantrum going down the tunnel, smashing <laughs> a stick. Um, yeah. We've had a few wins like that in the last couple seasons where we've beat teams that we should have just gotten shit kicked by and it just sparks you know a gigantic you know think piece of does (laughs) this team deserve to be cup contenders they lost to the ducks what is what does this say about them (laughs) so it just makes it even greater that it was against the leafs because their media is already so like ravenous and just cutthroat when it comes to them
2: yeah the past couple years the ducks have been the team where where. If we beat an opponent that we probably didn't really have much business beating, it's always the. Did the Ducks just get insert coach here fired? Like we're, yeah. always, we're always we're always that team.
0: Hey, some sometimes it's nice being the being the villain and uh, yeah. ruining the fun for everybody else.
1: I, I like earlier in the in that game against the Leafs. I forgot who tweeted it out, but it's when Toronto went up three one, and someone's like, "Oh, maybe what the Leafs needed was to play the Anaheim Ducks or." or whatever i and saw then,
2: i saw that tweet too it was like yeah <laughs> the Santaheim ducks team is exactly what the leafs need yeah that's what like that yeah
1: that, that was a little early and then yep. all of a sudden they come back, back and tie it and win the game and then he just got roasted at the end of the game just, everyone yeah the, cool guy got, the guy got
2: ratioed to
0: yeah. hell yeah, yeah. Well, he, he posted afterward and said well i guess you can swap the two team names congrats ducks <laughs> and and S- Sergio was the first two tweets underneath, and one was from like an hour prior and it said, way to waggle your dick early. And then the one after was like 20 minutes from like the time I was looking at it, it was just Lamau, all caps.
1: It <laughs> uh, was great. I love when LMAO. stuff like that happens, like against the leaves. That's just, it's just great. Just the panic <laughs> button that gets slapped. Like it's just so, it's it's, it's so entertaining.
0: Well, because then the conversation becomes should they fire Keith? Yep. Everybody's saying trade Marner. Then it turns into, oh, if things don't turn around, Austin Matthews isn't going to want to sign when his contract's up. It's like,
4: yeah,
0: yeah, you lost to the Ducks and I'd be embarrassed too, but Jesus Christ. Like,
1: I mean, they lost to the Coyotes what, like a week ago, two weeks ago?
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, no, it's it's like this shit happens. It's yeah. the NHL. Like you're gonna lose to bad teams sometimes. Yeah. Christ <sighs> sake. Well, the ducks carried the momentum into last night, which was an absolute fucking shit show of a game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love that game.
0: But it was it was fun. It was kind it of frustrating, was, but it was fun. It was a shit show, but it was entertaining as hell to watch. Like yeah. By the time it got to the shootout, I, I was so invested in it that I wanted them to win. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, why, why am I, you know, this nervous for a game against San Jose when we're, you know, 30th in the league or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> at you know, at this current moment. But I mean, a game with an own goal and a hat trick given up to a defenseman on the other team. And somehow still pulling out a win. Yeah, just I, I can't even explain it.
1: How many teams? How many teams can give up a hat trick in one game and also snipe on their own goalie but still win the game?
2: <laughs> it's just Silverberg. Silverberg still got it. Yeah, still man, that was, that was a shot. Sick shot. Best, best shot, shot all man. year. Ooh, on uh, <laughs> yeah, Silverberg. Yeah. It's been his best shot. Or what did you, Jake? What did you tweet? you were like, uh. Oh Silverberg. No, but <laughs> ooh, ooh, Ugh Silverberg. Silverberg.
0: <laughs> <ugh. laughs> but it it's nice to have a win streak for now. I don't know how, how much longer that's gonna last,
2: but yeah. Hey, we get Vancouver and the Sharks again in the next couple of games, and then we get like Minnesota and Florida. So ouch. <laughs> <The> but <laughs> League better
1: watch out. League better watch out. Ducks have won two in yeah. a row.
2: Yeah. And uh <laughs> From what I understand, reverse retro debuted this Sunday. Yes. First game Panthers, Florida. Against Florida? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would be would be super cool if the if the Panthers were there since ours are white I don't and think they're they like, are. you know, kind of a solid color. No, no, I know i I know they're not. I just I oh. think that's a missed opportunity. That would be that would be that would be a jersey matchup. That would be fucking great.
0: That'd to, be really that'd be warm. really nice. Yeah.
2: I, I'd love to see that. My my one and two favorites. Going head to head. Oh, yeah, I love that. Nice. I love that. But yeah, uh, that. Um. By the, way, by the way, did you guys see how good those Vancouver ones look yesterday? Fuck you if you disagreed with me.
0: That just the, 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 the whole the whole thing doesn't look good together. I'm what? sorry.
2: Why? Why? I've 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 yet to be given a reasonable explanation other than it I just hate it. doesn't. It just looks cluttered. The logos. It's basically, their so...
3: AHL team uniform.
2: Yeah,
0: that too. Like, they're just it's taking hairs. their AHL oh team's logo. They like... were, that, that were just splitting
1: hairs. Good jersey. It's good jersey. But uh, I was just going to say how terrible the goaltending was last night. Um, it was all bad. was awful. That was one of the Back first games in a long time where every time either team came down the ice, I felt like it was in. going in. The net. Like, it was going <laughs> in. Like, they could easily just, like, flip it up in the air and have it bounce, and it was going to find its way into the net. Like, it was the weirdest game so far this season, but I'm glad the ducks somehow pulled it out and the shootout was, uh, was, was, was yeah. different.
3: <laughs> Adam Henrique was, yeah. Okay. Oh was my filthy. God.
1: Adam Henrique. Yeah. Just like threw
0: three sharks defensemen and then made the goalie look stupid. And then the very next goal that scored is Timo Meyer getting tripped, getting back <laughs> to his feet and shooting it high, you know, High blocker yep. on Stolars and it's like, what the fuck, man! Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't even, I can't even celebrate for like ten seconds, seriously. Because then yeah. the same thing happened later. You know, uh yeah. Comtois scores, and then the fucking own goal happens, and it's yeah, just was like, like 20, come on, i think the It was like twenty
1: seconds after the Comtois goal, it was like, okay.
2: That game was just that game was just like the encapsulation of for every reaction, there's an equal and positive, there's a, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a negative and positive reaction or whatever it is. It's just like, oh, it is something good, which means in 30 seconds it's getting reversed. Like awesome.
0: But it was just like but every Frank,
2: uh, Frank that thang's Dalian Vetrano. Uh <laughs> finally got a goal again that was not called back. So Frank <laughs> gabagool of toronto Frankie. But like you're you're
0: saying the goaltending being horrendous. Like every every puck that hit kakanen felt like it was gonna go in, and then yeah. any shot that was anywhere near Stolars's arms felt like they were gonna go in, yeah, yeah, it's like,
1: oh, they're coming down the ice, oh
0: wait, Stolars
1: is facing the opposite direction I
0: don't- and <laughs> then and then his fucking skate breaks, and the steel comes out again. And it's yeah. just like, dude, get some like change it up, like, I'm very happy shit. that
1: I'm very happy that we saw the goalie shuffle that I was talking about literally just a few weeks ago. <laughs> On the podcast, we got to see it live from Stolars. What the
3: fuck, Ryan?
0: <laughs> what did Ryan do? You'll see later.
3: Oh,
2: jeez. Oh, Jesus Christ! Is it in the Twitter chat?
3: I'll send it to the chat.
2: Yeah, it Garrett.
0: Is. Garrett makes a good point. Of the defense, just looked like they didn't know where they need to be, and I kind of feel like that's a consistent problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: That's that's just kind of this defensive court. I mean, (laughs) a lot of whole lot of gas and non-existent breaks.
0: Yep. Well, like you had the the game tying and the hat trick goal. Like I'm pretty sure Kevin Shattenkirk was facing Stolars. Yeah. And I think part of that was he was bitching at the ref, and that's why he got kicked. Well, that's why he got kicked out. But like I think the reason I will
2: say I will say Shattenkirk getting kicked out. We've got to give him some credit here. That was his best play of the year. It was taking himself off of the ice so he could not play anymore. A plus veteran move by Kevin Shatter. <laughs> right there. But it was like, I, that know, one. I know, I know, I know, I know Jake's going to like that one off of, off of his last comment. <laughs>
1: Just took himself right out of the game. It to takes, win it takes, shootout.
2: that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a Kurt Maga Suzuki move right there. <laughs> But yeah, I was just like that one
0: went in. I was kind of like, eh, that was expected. And just to see him facing the goalie, it's like, dude, what the what the fuck is going on? Like, come on.
4: Yeah.
0: But I I I don't even want to go into the shootout because what's what more is there to say than Kakanen just
2: can't stop pucks and
0: you got on undress back to back
2: attempts. That- was it really on Kakenin though? because I mean, at least Zegris's move. I don't know how many people are stopping that one. like, yeah, yeah, I, but I when you even know if that's on Kaken per se, to be honest, you know like when
0: you show your ass like that on the first move and get get it done to you a second time from like the opposite side of the ice, I, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of feel that's on the goalie because like you fell for it twice.
2: I'd say it's definitely on. On Kackinen a little bit more on the Terry one because if you look back at it, Terry didn't even get like all of the puck when he shot it. Nope. He kind of like no. he kind of like <laughs> he kind of like fluffed the shot, but it just still went. Yeah, it went right like, past him.
4: He
1: just made him look so so bad. That was nasty.
2: <laughs> Garrett says the Shattenkirk thing is comparable to riselli Iglesias throwing sunflower seeds on the field so we can't blow another save. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: Appa, uh that Facebook article you read must have been part of the ESPN broadcast last night. Cause... Yeah, because
2: Leah Hextall said the Ducks lost too, and that's all I'm going to say.
0: Well, she didn't say <laughs> they lost, but she was under the impression you know, that we you were know, losing you know I mean. the shootout, which yeah. that yeah. was a little jarring because admittedly there's <sighs> some times in the last year where the game is like kind of background noise to my Instagram and Twitter scrolling. hmm and she said that, and I was just like, what? Like, I had to look up because I was confused. <laughs> I was like, did I miss something? Like, is the, <laughs> is the TV behind? No, I you literally, f-
2: no, like, I literally, like, it had me second-guessing myself. I'm like, they're down by two Like literally, Like, as Carlson <laughs> is, like, approaching the puck. It was so weird because she said it as he picked up the puck. And I felt like I was sitting there thinking about it for, like, Forty-five seconds before, like he eventually scored, and I'm like, "What the? F-? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what? what? I'm like, did I miss something? I'm like, is the scoreboard wrong? I'm like, what? I'm like, am I high?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was a little, I was a little confused. I had to think back at what just happened, like five minutes prior. I'm like, <laughs> I was what like, was
3: up with what was up with San Jose fans throwing their hats on the ice like two minutes after Eric Carlson got his hat trick? Yeah, well, I don't know. That, that was delayed, wasn't it?
0: To be fair, Lou, there there was. Maybe like 15 people in the whole arena last night, so it took Jesus some time Christ. to get him from yeah. the top the top deck down to the ice.
2: There's also there's also We're the there. possibility that the arena announcer announced it and then it got corrected. Well, um, I don't was it was it was it not like a tipping? I don't I, did, I didn't really see the goal. I think not they like had a weird deflection or a tipping or something. I that think like they me? had trouble figuring
0: out if it was actually his goal or not. Yeah, so that makes sense. I mean, they did it to like him an with obvious with his second goal of the game so it makes sense that they're double triple checking that they got the the right ruling
2: but oppa oppa says why are people trying to gaslight our wins (laughs) 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 gaslighting is a huge problem in today's relationships ducks are just falling victim to it i don't know what to say
0: yeah we're kind of the same opinion johnny like he says that he normally likes her but it's usually because she's between the benches like we, we've said it on prior episodes like yeah when she's in thought. an environment that's not having to drive the play it's a little bit easier that's i wouldn't say to tolerate her because at the end of the day like she at least is knowledgeable in most aspects of the game and the fuck-ups tend to be, I mean, they tend to be egregious, but it's not anything that's going to really be more than a just, like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> Yeah. But it is a little bit easier when she's in the, you know, like, the. she was on the broadcast for the Coyotes-Jets game at Molet Arena, and she did a fine job because she wasn't the one that was having to carry the conversation. I mean, they had her running around with the mullet on and stuff, but, like, I totally missed that. Um, oh,
1: Christ.
0: You know, when she doesn't have to be in the booth, it definitely definitely is a better time. Yeah. But- we, we won't get into that because we've touched it a couple times. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like – that's kind of life with this TV deal. Like, she's just going to be a part of games. And, you know, hopefully – this season kind of works as a season for her to get better at it. Because, again, like, she legitimately does a good job when she's in the right environment.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: Okay. Well, getting into some prospect news, uh, we had a prospect that was named Defenseman of the Month of the OHL, Connor's boy, Pavel Minchikov.
1: Minty fresh,
2: minty fresh. Eight, yeah, Eighteen and, points, I mean, yeah, in thirteen games played. Yeah, I mean, to no, to no shock at all, getting, getting that defenseman of the month award. I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it was said at the start of the year by a lot that you know, I mean, I mean, he's probably the best OHL defenseman this year. Probably going to be the most fun to watch. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty telling of our defensive corps when we probably have the two best defensemen in the entire CHL (laughs) playing this year in Olin Zellweger and Pavel Minchikov, Um, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, he's just so fun to watch, man. Minchikov. Like I know, I know I, we've gushed about Zellweger a lot. Everybody talks about Zellweger, you know, not to, not to like take anything away from him, but I just, I just love watching Minchikov personally a lot just because he's just so fearless in the way he activates. And it's like, it's almost like he plays like he's kind of just like an extra forward. And I know, and I know against a bit lesser competition and in the OHL, you know, in the Canadian Hockey League, he can get away with that a little bit more. And when he gets to the NHL, that's going to have to be dialed back a little bit in favor of, you know, a little bit more conserved conservativeness in his defensive game. Um, but man, it's just, it's just a treat. It's just going to be so fun. This de this defensive corpse. I mean, you know, of course, certain guys are going to, you know, there's going to be some interchange, you know, between now and, you know, four or five years from now when, when, you know, these guys are starting to be, you know, consistent NHLers. Um, but yeah, just, I just, I just love watching Pavel Mitchell man. He's so, he's so fun to watch. If you guys ever just find yourself on a random Tuesday, late afternoon, early evening, just we try to see if the Saginaw spirit or if the Everett Silvertips are playing, just find a stream somewhere, just watch them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just or just or just go go to cam robinson's uh cam Robinson's Twitter account and just type in minchikov in his tweets or mm-hmm. type in yeah. Zellweger in his tweets. he's always tweeting about him. You'll find and the highlights man.
0: right there I mean, between minchikov you know seemingly scoring every game that he plays and owens owen Zellweger, uh, doing the same, but also skating circles around everybody <laughs> it's it's uh it's a sight to see for sure, it sure is, man. Just it—they're just making it like, look just too. Just in e- the highlights. Yeah, like they're—they're they're making it look too easy, and mm-hmm. that's a good problem to have. But at the same time, like you watch it, it's like it's just unfair.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, like Connor said, it's just—it's a sight to see, and it's—it's it's nice knowing that he's ours. Uh, elite. Prospects paces him at 94 points on the season. Ooh. They have him at 31 goals and 63
2: assists as a defenseman. From the in, uh, back line on like a not great Saginaw Spirit team. Like, yeah, that kid's legit. He's gonna be a lot <laughs> of fun. He's gonna be in a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Well, before we get into the rest of goings on around the league, uh, we're gonna name our three stars and Mine's gonna be the same as the first week we did it, just because they're the only ones doing anything, really. Um, I'm gonna give number three. I'm actually gonna give it to to two people. They're gonna split it. I'm gonna say uh, Frank Vetrano and uh, Adam Henrique because Henrique's been uh, heating up a little bit. He looked really good last night, and yes, it was against the Sharks, but still, he looked really good. Yeah. Um, I'd put. Troy Terry number two because he's just keeping up the pace and seeming it seems like every game he's setting Zegers up for something crazy and at one I'll put Zegers because I mean him and him and Terry clicking together is to me what should have been done last year but we we've talked about how Dallas figures these things out after the fact after it's been a little too late but Better late yeah. than never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm going to give... Three... Oh, go ahead. Oh, Chris, go... No, no, Chris, go first.
1: Uh, I was just going to say uh, we don't have to waste any time with mine because they're exactly the same. I'll, I'll give it to Henrique, the third star to Henrique though, like solely him. And then it's it's uh, Terry Zegers because, I mean, Zegers had like three goals in these four games that we've talked about. Yeah. And uh, one of them being a game winner. Um, I don't know. He's just... He's... You know, like we talked about on uh, the Leafs game, how he's just he's starting to get even more comfortable if that's even possible. And he's like able to take over a game. And when he's able to to get into that zone and take over, he's so much fun to watch and he's almost impossible to stop. So I don't there's no reason to change the three stars. there, (laughs) Like you said, they're the only ones doing anything like it's just it's those those three. But yeah, go ahead, Connor.
2: So mine, mine are a little bit different. I have one similar one. Um, my third star, I'm actually going to give to John Gibson, just because mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. when he's played in the last four games, you know, yeah, the four nothing, whatever. I don't really think that was too much of his fault. Yeah. But um, the Lightning game and the Toronto game, I thought he played extremely, extremely well, and um, you know, a lot, a lot, a a lot better than the first two weeks of the season. I will say, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was making a lot of saves and stood on his head for sure um and then number two i'm actually just because i feel so bad for him and he had just been playing so fucking well i'm gonna give it to jamie drysdale okay. just because of how of how good he looked in the toronto game um or no i'm sorry of how good he looked in the tampa game and the couple games prior so a little a little bit of a a, a little bit of a feel-good uh nomination for jamie there hope you get well well, Jamie. my son, uh, I was
0: gonna say in memoriam, but he
2: didn't die. <laughs> he's he's up there with Eloy Jimenez and Hernandez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then number one, come on, he's him, Trevor Zegers, like Trevor. Come on, team, Greg Jennings, team on my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ.
0: You have three stars for the week, Lou. Oh no, damn! Um, shopper,
3: Troy Terry, Troy Terry for the third star. Trevor Zegers for the second star, and myself for the first star for going to Cannes today and eating a piece of their toast as I said <laughs> I would to get a win. That you is know, true. You
1: are a man of your word, and that was uh, word.
3: I mean, that, that was very I don't first star see of the, uh, you. The rest of you. Uh, Saying you're gonna do something you don't want to do for <laughs> win. That's cool. Oh. I, have, I have ducks dedication.
2: Dedication ducks. On. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Well, in the notes, I put that the lame duck of the week was just the whole damn team because there was a point there when I was putting notes down after the Vegas game where I was I was mad. So I wanted to say the ducks. goalie
2: skates. I think I think the lame duck of the week should like if they ha- still haven't done anything good, they should still carry over week to week until they get ousted <laughs> by somebody worse. So for do me, the, yeah, it is do the still threesome. Kevin. It is still Kevin <laughs> <laughs> He is still Kevin Shattenkirk and Nathan Beaulieu, Or um, they are both co lame ducks of the week, and until they prove that, until they prove otherwise, they will they will hold that uh, they will hold that title bill. Okay it's they like get, the, like the three-star the leaderboard they get, <laughs> yeah. the dunce. they get the dunce hat <laughs> it's like
0: every season when like gibby's the one getting the three-star nominations and the broadcast is like oh and yeah john gibson sits alone at the top this time it's just yeah. connor going yep they're still there still suck <laughs> ass <laughs> you have a different one chris
1: uh actually no (laughs) it's (laughs) still still
0: shattenkirk for now how about you lou who who pissed you off this week uh
3: (laughs) who didn't um all
2: all of us with i'll say uh
3: dallas Aikens were playing basic mctavish for seven minutes
2: last night no but i will say even even though he did only get seven minutes I You got to think it's going to improve if he sticks with it. Great to see McTavish finally being put at yeah, center. At least, at least, at oh, least he yeah. did that. I'll it steps in, the right, steps in the right direction. I said it a million times leading up to the season. Had no problem with him starting the season on the wing as long as he was getting top six minutes. That Strom, that line he had been on with Strom for these last two weeks, the first couple of weeks of the season, wasn't really working. So Dallas Higgins finally makes changes and where I just would have thought he would just thrown him on the wing in the bottom six. No, he actually makes a change that would be good for his development and puts him as the fourth line center. would Mm -hmm. like to see him playing third line center, but it's a start and it's a push in the right direction. You know, I had said it in the entire lead up to the season, if he is going to be in the bottom six, then he needs to be playing center his natural position where he will be playing for the remainder of his career. So me, you know, I know, I know we do play in Vancouver tomorrow, Would like to see those minutes bumped up a little bit from him getting, um, um, you know, with him getting center minutes. um, You know, I mean, I guess I'm willing to write off that San Jose game as just kind of an anomaly just because of how fucking weird and unpredictable (laughs) that game was. So maybe he just wasn't super comfortable throwing that line out there. I mean, he's not playing with the best line mates, but he's still playing center. He needs to get used to playing that position Mm -hmm. in the NHL level against men so
1: against the men yeah, yeah so I let's hope-
2: just let's just hope that let's just hope that uh that his minutes get bumped up a little bit and maybe we can finally see a zegras 1c strome 2c mctavish 3c and londestrom 4c where he belongs yes. so, yeah before we um, move I'm
1: into sure. oh go ahead chris I, I was gonna say i'm interested to see how they play uh tomorrow against the canucks just because it's a team that you know they're struggling this year and the ducks I know it's only a two-game win streak, but maybe they got some momentum going here. They're they're happy. They're scoring goals, and maybe they can kind of take advantage of a Canucks team that's really struggling. So it'd be kind of Chris, interesting to see how they how they look tomorrow night.
2: Chris, what you're forgetting here is this is an Anaheim sports team we're talking about. What we do <laughs> in Anaheim sports land is beat the teams we shouldn't, and then get embarrassed <laughs> by the team by the teams we should beat. So now that we beat Toronto, okay, yeah. We will be losing <laughs> five to nothing tomorrow in Vancouver. Just going to negate a- the whole right, Toronto I'm not game. I'm a jaded Anaheim sports fan. Ever. Them playing the Canucks <laughs> it's is funny because like... I'm only like half kidding.
0: <laughs> the The game tomorrow against the Canucks is giving real Angels versus uh, like fuck. Who who's a good who's a good example of
2: this? It's like uh, a... like when the Royals come in and we. Blow yeah it's and we like, lose the series three games to one or whatever
0: it's like the angels get swept by the royals in like mid-july and it's like well there goes there goes my hopes and dreams for this year garrett's
2: garrett lays it on for chris chris clearly you haven't been around anaheim sports long enough if all goes to plan for an anaheim sports team our best players get hurt halfway through the year and we just make excuses as we spiral I I will say I, ladies and gentlemen, the Anaheim sports experience. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) I will say since Garrett mentions that in the chat, I liked last year, or I liked last night how after Stolarz made the incredible glove save right before he gave up the hat trick goal, he was like, put that man at third base when Rendon's hurt next
2: year. (laughs) (laughs) And and then it was my favorite video. Well, you just knew that was going to (laughs) happen. uh well,
0: what I was gonna say before we transitioned was, uh, so do we see the like Derek grant like five point night tomorrow now that he's the the only like Vancouver native since Sam Steele isn't around to have his like one good game of the year
2: uh yeah. his one his one good game every fourth fortnight, yeah, and it'll get <laughs> it'll
1: get him my uh, top line minutes for the next three. Yeah.
0: So, so we're either getting blown out five to nothing or Derek Grant's getting a hat trick and seven assists tomorrow. We'll get, and... we'll get
2: McTavish on the fourth line wing with Grant playing center. That's what, that's what we'll get. Yeah. <laughs> God. Now that I, I just spoke that into existence. So good going. God help me. Chris, if that actually happens tomorrow, can you, can you, can you like clip this part of the stream? Oh, for sure. And quote the lineup
0: with <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. I'll be all over it. <laughs> oh, transitioning to stuff around the league we had the first game at the mullet arena on mullet. saturday that was uh it was enjoyable or no it was on friday it was it saturday fuck friday. i don't remember it's friday um yeah because i watched it that's right mm. um he had kind of a weird first game the goal horn wasn't working uh so every time the coyotes scored it just was kind of quiet and just had the music playing but <laughs> it was for the environment that they were in the broadcast did a really good job of trying to kind of show what the arena is about what the plan's going to be going forward with the coyotes um mm-hmm. i really enjoyed kind of where they had a uh, butcher grass set up for the game because he's at like at least where the booth is uh when they do those games like they're sitting at the top of a section essentially at center ice and i felt that was really cool because you know they're super close to the action so it's not really like you can make a mistake like you you would being at a high vantage point because you could see everything yeah um i mean having everybody run around with mullets the fake mullets was cool (laughs) um they weren't lying about the boards being very bouncy. It seemed yeah. like it seems like teams are gonna probably figure out more or less from watching like tape and like practicing that like you can start doing trick plays and stuff off of that. Because uh, mm-hmm. it seemed like every time the Coyotes were getting the puck, they were dumping it behind Riddick. And granted, Riddick's a very sporadic and erratic goalie that just is kind of all over the place at all times. Um, yeah. So it's kind of hard to have him as the first goalie that it's going up against, you know, I wouldn't so much say a strategy, but like it seemed like the coyote players were taking the puck and like dumping it at not so much an angle behind the net, but they were trying to get it as close to like the post as they could. So when it was bouncing back out, he was either having to like tuck his gear in or he was having to like be behind the net to stop it. Yeah. And I feel like teams are going to take advantage of that once the, the book's kind of out on like, Oh, you can bank it off a certain point of the, you know, the, the board, the stanchion Uh, they're talking about how the, the zam doors probably aren't going to be as bouncy as the rest of the rink because they don't want, well, pucks naturally will get stuck there, but like, they don't want it to like care them out and yep. turn into a giant fucking rebound for somebody just out of nowhere. Uh, But it was, it was a fun game to watch. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope we updated you properly while you guys were in Buffalo. I know, (laughs) I know Jenny, it seemed like Jenny was watching the the game too. Yeah,
1: she was, she was able to watch some of it. Um, I didn't get to see it. I watched the highlights and everything. Just because I wanted to hear, uh, you know, hear all the the sounds from the game and just see how I was I was worried about the the camera angle and I didn't know if it was going to be like if we were going to feel too close to the ice but um it looked like a normal looked like a normal broadcast it looked completely fine like it was just in a normal NHL arena so I I I enjoyed it just from the highlights
0: of it and stuff and it seemed like it was a really good time yeah it didn't look too bad um it definitely was a lot more quiet but it is mm-hmm. a smaller venue, so I'm not expecting it to be super loud. Uh, but it yeah. was cool seeing it packed out. Um, you know, a lot of people were talking about all of the – you had, like, Greg Washinsky and guys like that that were counting all of the random jerseys you saw. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept panning to, like, this one group of guys that you could – I think they were in the student section, but it was, like, one guy was wearing a Red Wings jersey, one guy was wearing a Thrasher's jersey, like, just random <laughs> shit all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: too bad they couldn't win that game but um yeah it seemed it seemed fun i'm 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 excited to hopefully get to a game there soon it sucks that i was out of town because the uh the phnx coyotes podcast was having a watch party um at the uh four peaks and uh they had like a, i guess they had like a huge screen and everything and that would have been cool to be part of if i you know if you can't get to the game i know they're going to be doing more of those so i'll be looking out for those but you know if you can't get to a game there it'll be it'll be cool to go to these watch parties and kind of you know get your own little atmosphere from it
0: yeah and i think it was Blake Wheeler after the game that said that all the people that were were giving the coyote shit and saying that it wouldn't work and the arena you know is a disgrace or whatever he's like it it's fine like it has mm. the best ice in the league right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's cool to see guys from around the league that are sticking up for it. I mean, they played uh, not so much like a a hype package before the game started, but they did a a thing from media day where they asked some players from around the league, like what they thought the environment would be like. And they got, I mean, they got guys that played in college, like Zegris was on there. And,
4: Mm -hmm. you know,
0: all the guys are like, it's going to be an environment that people aren't used to. But if you get the right people to go, it's going to work and yeah. so far you know two two games in two or three home games in i think uh they've played three i think because they played new
1: york the other night right they've played two yeah Nope, three yeah jets and then they played the rangers and lost they just got their first win at the mullet last night against the panthers
0: yeah so like the fact that you know they're three games in and it's looking like that right crowd is there Mm -hmm. like it it's it's cool to see um i know you know we we always try and stick up for the coyotes not just because you and jenny you know that's your hometown team but like it is cool to see that they're making the best of the situation and it doesn't seem like the controversy that everybody's bringing up of, oh this is a disgrace is mm-hmm. I mean not that it had validity to start with but you know
1: yeah I mean this stuff happens you know it's happened in other leagues they say you know the leagues are uh, the leagues a joke for allowing this but it's like it's it's happened in other not even just in other leagues but this has happened in the NHL years and years ago this stuff has happened where teams have had to play in weird venues and and all of that. And I know um let's see, someone in the chat was saying that the uh Coyotes dressing room looks worse than a beer league dressing room, but <laughs> that was just temporary though, wasn't it? Wasn't, it's temporary wasn't just for like it, two games. Yeah. Four, four. It's yeah, well, yeah. um it's just for tomorrow. Like tomorrow's the last game. They play the stars tomorrow here, And then they're uh, you know, when they're back on the road for a little bit, and then their whole annex thing that they were building, the the dressing rooms is gonna be like a lot bigger and a lot nicer that they were building onto the ASU arena should be done by the time they return home. So it'll all be normal stuff. It was just, you know, I just, I feel like there's a lot of people for some reason that just don't know what the word temporary means. Um, You know, it's the same thing with the Mola arena in itself. Like it's a lot of people are acting like the coyotes are going to be there forever, you know, and it's, that's not the case. I mean, yeah, it's going to be probably, a handful of seasons but i mean it, they're not going to be there for 20 years 30 years they're you know the league didn't come up and be like hey we we're moving forward with the coyotes playing here for the rest of their existence you know what i think mean? yeah. like it's <laughs> a temporary thing there's literally nowhere else they could play right now like people bring up all these other cities but they are not prepared to host an nhl team right now and that i mean little research goes a long way. That's all I'm going to say, <laughs> but I'm glad, I'm glad that it's, it's, it's worked out so far. It's, it's looked like it's a lot of fun and seems like the fans that are there are having a, having a blast. And even Matthew Kachuk, uh, the Panthers were there last night and he said that he enjoyed it a lot. I wish I should have had the quote up, but I just read it earlier today that he, he really enjoyed playing there. And he, um, he brought up the fact that it, he felt like, mullet arena was more electric than when they had to play the coyotes out in glendale and he said that he really feels like this could work um they put it in the right place yeah you put it in the right place because he said you know his dad played for the coyotes when they were the phoenix coyotes they played downtown phoenix where the the sun's arena is um they played at that arena and it was packed and it was loud and it was crazy so yeah like matthew Kachuk said if you put it in the right spot it'll work out and hopefully that's where this is headed. So I'm glad to see it's, it's, it's doing well so far.
0: Well, you got to tell us all about Buffalo because you were sending (laughs) us pictures. You were (laughs) showing us all the, all the food. And it helps that the last night you're there. Tage Thompson has a six point night. Scores a hat trick. Yeah. I'm just, I'm glad that they won, uh, you know,
1: me and Jenny went to three games. We went to the game on Thursday against Canadians. They lost three to two. Um, I thought the Sabers could have easily won that game. They had like forty-four shots or something. But a, apparently, Montembeau for the Canadians just decided to be the best goalie there is. Um, so they lost that one three-two. But then I went Saturday against the Blackhawks. My whole family went, and um, that was a lot of fun. We uh, we pretty much had like almost two rows um and it was just like my my uncle just kept buying me beer i was i had one labat blue like a tall boy and i was already like gone i'm like okay i know i don't drink a lot but this is ridiculous and um i thought it was just me but apparently he was feeling it too so we had to go down first intermission to get food and it was funny because he was he was going down the stairs just gripping (laughs) but gripping the railing dude i thought we were gonna (laughs) go flying down the stairs but that was a fun game. They beat the Blackhawks. It didn't. It didn't look like it was going to end well, because I think they were down. I think the Sabers were down three-one going into the third period, and then they just ended, ended up tying them. it and uh, went to overtime. And was making fun of my that same uncle because he had to go to the bathroom, and uh, he went to the bathroom during overtime and he missed the game-winning goal. Oh, shit. So that was funny, but that was that was a really fun game. The crowd was so crazy. Um, and for it not to be sellouts, you know, like none of the games I went to, they were they weren't sold out or anything, but they were the fans that are there. They're just loud and they're into it, and just the atmosphere at Sabres games is just everything I remember from when I was younger, and um, it was really nice. And then yeah, like you said, uh, the last game I went to, it was it was nuts. Um, it didn't it. At first, it did not seem like it was going to be as high scoring. <laughs> and then Tage Thompson just went absolutely crazy. He got a hat trick. Jeff Skinner got his 300th goal. You know, Tage Thompson ended up getting six points. I think he was, like, second on some list with all these other, like, Sabres greats for yeah. points in the first like, <clears throat> 10 games or something. Um, but yeah, he's having a great,
0: great season so far. I mean, um, he had that goal tonight against the Penguins that was just oh absolutely God. fucking ridiculous. But then again, yeah, talk about bad, bad goaltending. I think they showed like <laughs> pictures of Casey DeSmith on two of the goals tonight, and he was yeah. like nowhere near the net. And like but the guy Jesus. with the puck, he's not even facing. <laughs> so, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that one, uh, that Olofsson goal was just ridiculous. <laughs> like the puck was on its way to Olofsson. I'm like, I already knew it was going in like it wasn't even there yet but then that was so wide open it's like what is happening yeah but yeah that sabers game tonight too of course i of course they do the reverse retro the game literally after i leave town but whatever (laughs) i don't have to get into that but um yeah i'm glad they won again tonight against the penguins that was an elite uniform matchup man that was that was really the
0: the robo pen uniforms looked really good Mm -hmm. the yellow the yellow being the current yellow is going to take some getting used to but it's a really solid uniform so far yeah it's it oh it's so nice
1: and the sabers the only the white pants were a little weird
0: um the blue helmet's a little odd i feel like a white helmet would have been a little much but you could have maybe done like a white helmet and then like more blue gloves, like just with hints of white. Yeah. Because um, didn't they do white helmets when they did the uh, the fiftieth anniversary jerseys? Those navy, like the navy and gold ones, or were they wearing navy hmm. helmets for that?
1: oh man, I can't remember those ones.
0: I remember the jersey. I can't remember the helmets though. So. I'll, I'll look it up
1: because. I think It'll, they wore. I think they wore white with their re- reverse retro last year, didn't they? With the the puck and the swords. Yeah.
0: They they wore white helmets with those fiftieth jerseys. Okay. But I don't know. I, I feel like uh, the blue the blue helmet will take a little getting used to, but it looked okay. I yeah. I mean the whole the rest of the uniform looked really really good. <laughs> yeah
1: and um i just can't believe how fun the sabers are right now like it's crazy dude um i loved the crowd for that 8-3 win against the red wings like they just completely destroyed them and like it was the smallest crowd for them of the year which which sucked to see but i mean at the same time they still had a lot of fun and they were they were super loud but when they when the sabers got to 7 goals the whole arena was chanting like they were counting up to 7 and then chanting that we want 8 And then literally like a minute later they got the eighth goal and it was just, it was a, it just erupted in there. It was crazy. And then when we were leaving, you know, as we were uh, coming down from the 300 level going down, they have like two escalators you go down to get to the the exit and everything. And just all the way down from the very top, everyone's doing like the Buffalo bills chant, you know, like that, that, Hey, Mm -hmm. yeah, that chant just throughout the entire arena. It was, it felt like a playoff win. It was crazy, but, that was a lot of fun. That was probably the the most fun I've had at a Sabres game in a long time. And it's, it's nice to see them playing some good hockey. hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know it's only 10 games in, but they're, they're seven and three, you know, their first 10 games in that's, that's cool. I mean, even if they, I mean, they're going to, they're not going to play like this all year. I mean, no team really does that, but it'd be nice to see them continue playing somewhat decent and maybe, maybe sniffing the playoffs. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool, but did you like the um?
0: Did you like the picture of the pizza logs? The pizza logs made me shed a tear for Anchor Bar. <laughs> did, did you like it my picture of anchor the Anchor bar. bar in the goddamn airport? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, um, I was gonna tell you we got this. Uh, there's like a newer pizza place in uh, Buffalo called uh, Macy's Place, mm-hmm. and we got this pizza called the Walter White pizza. It's cool that they'd put meth on top of it. <laughs>
4: it
1: had like <laughs> sausage on it and like uh, ricotta cheese.
0: Spinach, I think, was on there too.
1: A little bit of spinach. It was really good though.
0: Really, really good. What ingredient do you think was the, the Breaking Bad reference? Is it the cheese? Maybe. The ricotta? Yeah.
1: Maybe.
3: Oh, yeah, seems like nice good on pizza.
1: It was so good though, dude. My God, it was nice to have like a real slice of pizza again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, before we run any longer, I think we should uh, get to the gizzard dryest dusty topic of the week. And they uh, they ask us this week: oh boy. when do we see a shift in the goaltending that opens the window for Lukash Lukash Dostal to be an NHL regular?
2: I think I think this comes. I think it'll come next year. I think next mm-hmm. year. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure who it's going to be, but I think one of next the next year, one of uh, Gibson or Stolar's are probably going to be on the out. Um, and then it's going to make way for. I think. Uh, I think Lucas Dost will officially be in the backup, and then you know that'll start his his slow transition into being uh, our future. Our future number one little uh, little darling in goal. So um, our little darling. A little darling, yes. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that's that would be my guess is that is coming next year. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, there will be injuries this year to give you give you your stolars, and I'm sure we'll see him a couple times this year. Um, but I think, I think, I think he comes in next year. That's
1: exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, I I feel like next season he's probably gonna be the backup goalie, and then he'll uh he'll fight for the spot to be the Stada. And I think he'll, he'll, he'll end up getting it. Yeah.
0: I mean, speaking of Dostal, can we talk about the fucking hockey writers article that was saying we should trade him and Adam Henrique for Alec Martinez?
2: And like <laughs> oh, this, even, and like read.
0: a third round pick or some oh, bullshit yeah, yeah, like that.
2: that. I didn't even read <laughs> that.
0: It it was literally like, if if you went on like NHL and just, turned off like GM says no to trades or whatever because it was just like well they should trade this good player for this guy that's kind of okay like reading all of those trades gave me flashbacks to like my cousin like my older cousin telling me that you know like Magikarp was a good Pokemon and I should trade him (laughs) my Mewtwo for it It, Um. it just was it was funny because it's like yes we're gonna give up a 22 year old goalie for a 35-year-old defenseman that almost didn't play a full season because he was hurt. Yeah, like, that makes complete fucking sense, but
1: yeah, it it reminds me of uh Connor trying to trade with me in fantasy football.
2: Hey, you accept them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed help this year with some with that
1: first one that you sent me cuz I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if this is a legit trade or not. <laughs>
0: Look like a complete idiot, but whatever. My team's what five would, and three, so. What was the one? Someone sent one uh in our hockey one, right? Where it was like McDavid for some random player. Or am I just imagining this? No, I, I remember. It was,
2: just, it was just. It was just a troll,
0: though. Wasn't it? Well, yeah, but it was like McDavid for. Fuck, who was it? And it was just like I. I think you said like this is this is fair, <laughs> this is fair, please accept,
1: yeah, oh God damn it, it's gonna bother me,
0: I can't remember yeah like phone's fucking blowing up, Jesus Christ, well, getting into our other topic of the week from hockey three six five he asks us. In your day to day hockey watching, how little or how often do you find yourself looking for or using advanced analytics? I'll start us off and say, I tried to learn the differences and what the little stats mean, but I don't have the brain power to remember all of it. So I clearly don't either. I've tried so hard over the last couple of years and like
1: I'll see some of it. I don't really look for it like during games or after games. I just, I follow a decent amount of like different hockey fans and writers on Twitter. So I see it anyway, even if I'm not looking <laughs> and uh, mm. I'll understand some of it, like some of it's pretty easy. Like, Oh, if, if their numbers are in green, that's good. And if it's red, <laughs> that's bad. Um, if it's in yellow, that means they're kind of in the middle and they're okay. That's like, they're okay. But there are some things that I'm just staring at for like 10 minutes. I'm like, what the hell? Am I even looking at? Like, is this good? Is
0: this bad? Who do I ask? (laughs) I like when they have labels on them to tell me if it's good or bad because then I don't have to do that deciphering where (laughs) I'm just like, oh, the ducks plot is like very bad, getting caved in. Perfect. It matches what I'm watching.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) This makes sense. Mine's more like some of these words.
2: Mine's more like I'll watch the whole game or, you know, and then. Like afterwards in the next day, like I'll look for the advanced stats and be like, oh, like did that match the eye test kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. then kind of like, you know, adjust maybe what I think based off that, you know, so I'd, I'd say it's maybe like
1: 50-50. Yeah, and that's, that's why sometimes, well, not sometimes, but that's a big reason why I like a uh, little shout out to Crash the Pond here. I like listening to them because they're very good with all that stuff all the advanced stats, I, I feel like I can just like go in there and listen to them talk about it and be like, okay, I understand. But you asked me five minutes later, I'm going to freak it already. But like, <laughs> it's nice. It, it's nice how like educated they are in that aspect. So it's, it, it makes it a lot easier if you just kind of,
0: if you're listening to someone talk about it instead of reading it yourself, you know? Yeah. Cause mm. sometimes, sometimes the words and intricacies of it just don't make sense. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not ashamed to say that My my little caveman brain sometimes just sees some of those words and the the hamster is spinning on the wheel, but the hamster is dead.
4: Yeah. (laughs) He's dead.
0: (laughs) I think my biggest thing though with analytics is it's not so much that I feel like there has to be like they can coexist. Like you can watch a game and you can also take away from it like analytically and see. Yeah, you know, does, like Connor said, does it match what I watched? But yeah. I think there's some times where I just will kind of, I don't know. I, I won't say ignore it, but I, I think it's especially easy to say with how the Ducks have been the past couple seasons. It's easy to be like, well, I don't want to hear that it was still a good game even though they lost because, yeah, yeah that fan, the, the fan inside me wants to be like, well, fuck, they lost. That's not, <laughs> like, it doesn't mean anything. They lost but yeah i can understand like we kind of talked about it earlier like the the tampa bay game they lost but it also was one of their better games as a team on the season so it's like you can't really be upset with the result when you notice that like they're at least doing some of those things right that are Mm -hmm. proving that they're doing better or you know good things on the ice
1: yeah and i it's weird how a lot of hockey fans feel like it's either you have it's either you watch the game or you look at analytics. Like you said, how they can coexist. A lot of people don't feel that way for some reason. Like you can enjoy both things. Like, yeah, you, you have your eye test, but I mean, it is nice to see things. Backed up with certain numbers, and it's not like people are just throwing out random numbers. It's <laughs> analytics yeah, it's, come from it's actual what's data actually happening. It comes yeah, from yeah. somewhere, you know. It's yeah, like- <laughs> it's. I mean, yeah, like you said, they can they can coexist. I like both, even if I don't understand analytics one hundred percent. I still get the gist <laughs> of a decent amount of it, and I I do like reading up on it, and I I try to educate myself on it, but sometimes sometimes it's just. It's, just, it's not
0: working, no matter how hard I try. but Opposite analytics or gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel you're, you go out of the way to look at this stuff, Lou? Because I know uh, I, you you tend to be the one out of the, the four of us that tends to keep up the hope. Yeah, you, you yeah. like the squiggly lines?
3: Yeah, occasionally I do. Yeah, I just mostly get my stuff from Crash to
1: Do you understand it like well enough to? I understand
3: like expected goals and yeah stuff like that, but some of it's still confusing.
0: Numbers, numbers are confusing. This is why I was bad at math as a kid.
3: I took algebra all four years in high school, so
0: we're in the same boat, Lou. Yeah, I had to do geometry twice. Yeah. But we've said it before and we'll say it again. We are in fact the vibe over analytic podcast. So all vibes, baby. Well, we'll get into our listener questions of the week. Um oh no. <laughs> no. We'll start with Sarah first. Uh, she oh, asks God. if we yeah. are Let's excited I don't know
2: we're we're skipping sirs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she asks if we are excited for the first episode of the Jizzard
2: podcast next week. No. If it's opposite day and excited means mortified then yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited I'm, because yeah, it's just going to be chaotic. It's next it's yeah.
2: coming next week, right? An hour before us. I heard is there a stream or is it just Go live.
1: <laughs> I have no. I have no information on I'm, this, but I no I'm, like. I'm excited for it to pop up on my timeline at some point. Should be fun They're 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 a crazy bunch. So. Savannah is in the
2: spot. Savannah, are you guys streaming it? Like what? Like,
1: have you t- figured this out yet?
0: She says, "Who knows?" Well, because I know. Who I know. You- <laughs> yeah, I'm excited though. Should be
1: should be fun. I'm I'm just. I'd like to see where the conversations go.
0: I just Garrett, think it's gonna be Garrett, chaos. Are- no. So I guess we'll we'll answer Garrett's back to back here because he does he wants us to says, Do I have the worst fandoms in sports? He's a Saints, Pelicans, Angels, and Ducks fan. Pelicans, wow. Um, mm. I feel like you got at least two decent teams to cheer for. So the Saints aren't that bad, are they?
2: I don't know. They beat the fucking Raiders
3: the other day. I'll tell you that. Great right now.
2: They used to be good. Pelicans are on the come up. I mean, it could be worse, Garrett. Garrett, it's not ideal.
0: At least the Ducks are going to be decent
2: you could be Scott. I'll just say that.
4: <laughs> you could
1: be a fan of all Buffalo teams that know nothing but pain. So,
0: speaking from experience, you be a Raider fan. <laughs> be a Raider fan. Uh, he said, "I could be a, Dis- a Detroit sport team fan." <laughs>
2: Scott Scott Peck.
0: <laughs> but Garrett also asked us last night, are the Ducks the best overtime team in history? And <laughs> boy, do we have some history to catch you up on, Garrett? Because <laughs> when I started watching again, they were terrible at overtime.
1: Jesus. I think when I think when they first introduced the three on, on three overtime, I I want to say the ducks, after like the first two or three seasons of it, were the worst team in the
2: entire league, yeah, like the it worst was, record. It was like literally every time it went to overtime, it was like, oh, we're every in, time. We're like, this isn't going to a shootout. They're like, we're losing. <laughs> yeah. And that was for, for like a some three reason, to four year stretch. Like, Yeah. Ooh,
1: it, took, it took this team at least a full season, season and a half maybe,
0: to understand three on three overtime and like how to play it. <laughs> Yeah, it just it it felt like every time it just kept getting worse and worse. It was like the good players were out there. Yeah. Like the right people were out on the ice, but they just never could do anything. Yeah. It's like the whole man on man thing was just
1: they just couldn't do it. Like they I don't know. Like it just almost all the three on three games, the overtimes ended with like the opposing team on a two on oh. <laughs>
2: It's well, like, okay. It was usually coming from a Getzloff no look drop pass
1: to nobody. Honestly, yeah, I was gonna bring that up. The one that I remember the the most that still pains me, and I I remember it because it was against the Coyotes, and Jenny brings it up. Um, I, Getzloff, I, like it literally just Mikhail started. Mikael uh,
2: Bodker, Bodker. That's right. Bodker.
1: Yeah, I think it was Bodker. Yeah. Um. Uh, the puck just dropped. For overtime, and Getzloff had it, did a weird behind the back pass, and we were probably 10 seconds in, and there goes Bodker on a breakaway, wins the game. Like I still remember that, and it's just that happened way too much in in overtime when you know three on three first started. So well, cause so we far always, from the best.
0: We'd always start with like it would be like Getzloff, Raquel, or like yes. some random winger, and like Fowler or Lindholm on the ice yeah and one of like one of the defensemen would get off and for whatever reason it it seemed like it was always like Manson or Fowler was on the ice and they just were like completely shocked by a drop pass to them because like they just wouldn't react to it and then like you said you know it just kind of be there and the other team's like okay we're just gonna take this if you guys aren't gonna (laughs) if <laughs> you guys aren't going to do anything with it. Okay, thanks like, you know. I think it was against
1: the Knights. Um this was pretty recent. Um against Vegas. Overtime just started, puck dropped. One of our defensemen, can't remember who it was. First name that comes to mind is Lindholm. But like he kind of jumps um like he takes a he takes a stride towards the faceoff circle when the puck drops. Like he wants to jump on it, grab the puck. Almost like he felt like he could win the puck. Yeah, Uh, off the face off and just take off into the offensive zone. He jumped. They lost the face off, or they won it, and he missed the puck or something, and it just sent the knights on a breakaway. And I think they won it like 15 to 20 seconds or something. In no, it's probably shorter than that. It's probably like eight seconds in
0: overtime. Knights won it. Like it was, it was just embarrassing. (laughs) So to answer your question, Garrett, recently, yes, they're the gods of OT, but. The history of it um history
2: says otherwise
0: yeah history was a little was a little rough he says i like how this question was intended to lighten the mood now i have you guys in a, <laughs> a depressive state
2: <laughs> yeah it totally went the other way see garrett's a, garrett's a real anaheim sports fan he knows that. <laughs>
0: Oh, our next one comes from Brian on Twitter and he asks us, this one this one's a one for you, Lou. You'll love this one. Oh boy. Will I? I'll is the tank the is the tank for Bedard a reality this year? Nope.
2: <laughs> is that because you don't want to accept it? Or you just No, don't because I
3: don't think they're, think they're gonna be bad enough to tank to get them. They're gonna be probably in the high fives. High five? What? what the, the i don't know the <laughs> i don't know man the top five were we high-fiving i <laughs>
2: unless unless
3: I, I i lost i lost where i was going
2: <laughs> i know oh i know we joke and troll about bedard i'd be i'd be shocked if we're if we're uh you know bad enough to have top three four odds you know I think I yeah. think realistically I think we're maybe you know somewhere yeah, between what
3: was I, gonna say?
2: Some, I think realistically we're maybe between somewhere like six or twelve yeah that's probably where I'd put us right now um and where we'll finish the season somewhere in there but yeah. um yeah I don't think it's I don't think getting Bedard is fully out of the equation I do think you know I mean hey we've seen seasons go to shit before and Drysdale potentially being out for the rest of the year and certainly doesn't, doesn't help. help. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we'll see what else happens next, but yeah, you know. But yeah, like hey, man, we said, just buckle oh, up and whatever started. happens happens. If we if if we go up, cool. If we go down, cool. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, like what we said
1: before the season started, where they're not going to be a good team, but uh, none of us really thought or could see them being like bottom three, bottom two, or even the worst team in the league when you got like teams like the Coyotes and, and Blackhawks and Sharks. And even though the Blackhawks have actually, they started off, they started off pretty well. Weren't they like on a four game, five game win streak or something until recently? So. Some shit like Between that. The Hawks.
0: Yeah. I mean, every team that we were like, oh yeah, they're going to be fucking terrible started off yeah. better than us. And it's just yeah. like, Philly. well, <laughs> Philly, I mean, three weeks in a row i said well at least we're not vancouver and then vancouver actually won two games and it's like well yeah. there goes that <laughs> now we play them tomorrow and we'll get embarrassed i like that i just got a notification from fucking youtube to watch the jacob silverberg jacob silverberg own goal from last night like beautiful cool thanks Thank thanks Sportsnet. i, I want to watch that again that was a snipe i mean no, I it, was, it, was it, nice was, it was it was a very nice shot. It was a nice shot. Well, our last two tonight, we'll uh we'll we'll save Stevens for last because I feel this will, will spark a good discussion. But uh Patrick uh or uh, New Era Ducks on Twitter and in the Discord because he's in both. Uh he said, Do you like what the Sabres did with their full reverse retro kit, the white pants? Gloves and then the blue helmets. And he said, Are you worried about the ducks reverse retros with the orange pants?
2: No, because it's a different situation because the ducks orange pants are not the same base color as the as the jersey.
1: And you're also asking the wrong person about are <laughs> you worried guy, about orange what,
2: pants? What's the guy? I... What's the guy in the Sabres hat and the big orange ducks flag behind him gonna say? To <laughs> <have> no <laughs> <laughs>
1: what's gonna come out of <sighs> the no but um i don't one thing about the sabers uh reverse retro i said it earlier is i don't really care for the white pants um maybe that's why they won tonight they just blended in with the ice penguins couldn't see him that was that was the issue um i'd be i'd
2: be more concerned if we didn't if it hadn't been confirmed yet that we are not wearing orange helmets but we are not (laughs) So it is confirmed yeah. that we it's just white jersey, orange pants, white socks, white helmet, a normal road look. Not the weird inverse that the Sabers are doing where it's like yeah. white 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 color helmet, like no that looks weird. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that that that's my only issue with the Sabers uh, reverse retro is the white pants, but the Ducks, I'm excited to see just because I mean, I love orange pants, dude. Like I was I couldn't stop staring last season in the NFL with the Browns. The Browns came out with the orange pants, and every yeah. Sunday they wore them. I had to like remind you guys, and I'm sure you already knew that they were wearing them, but I had to remind you guys that the Browns are wearing orange pants. <laughs> They're just beautiful. I, I love it. It looks so nice. So I'm excited to see what it looks like with the Ducks uh, reverse retro, but it looks like an action
0: I'm glad that there's just hints of orange in the gloves because if we got all orange gloves somehow, I'm pretty sure they would just throw everything off. Oh, but, they're all white? Yeah. No, the, it looks like they're wearing just black with some orange.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Because, like, McTavish, I think it was one of the practice pitchers yesterday, he was wearing gloves with, like, an orange cuff instead of, like, an all black with some orange yeah. in it, which mm-hmm. seems to be the normal for a lot like, of Ducks uh... players.
1: I like Savannah's idea. Orange skates, orange ice, orange
0: gloves, orange sticks, and orange pucks. I mean, there, are, good to me. there are orange sticks on the market, so just got to get yep. everybody using the same ones. I mm-hmm. wonder if they'd ever change the color of the puck.
1: No. No. <laughs> no. You know, a lot of people that are getting into the game for the first time say it's hard to watch on TV because they can't follow the puck. So I wonder if they ever, you know, you never know. I mean, they do think make they put ads on jerseys. They
0: do make black and orange, or they make blue and orange pucks, but that, that they do tends to be because the weight's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hmm.
0: Well, our last one is from Steven, and he asks, what is our most perfectly mediocre food? Never great, never terrible, just consistently edible and fine
4: enough. Hmm
3: anything on the the jack-in-the-box menu
4: (laughs) that is a a slight on
0: jack-in-the-box that 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 i will not stand stand for for. yeah what just out of of left field Lou. come on
4: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah that you know what you just did that just got garrett really upset (laughs) if there's one person i know in this world that loves jack-in-the-box more than they probably love their own wait what was
3: the question maybe i heard the question wrong (laughs)
0: <laughs> he said, "Garrett said not taking Jack Slander tonight." <laughs> what, what,
3: what was the question? Can you repeat the question?
0: What's the most perfectly mediocre
2: food in your opinion? Oh no, Jack in the Box. Here's my here's my, here's, my, here's, my con- here's my confident answer. What was the question again? <laughs> Garrett says, "I'll attack you violently if you come." No, to
3: no Jack in the Box is elite. I, th- I thought it was it was a. Different question. Okay.
2: Uh,
0: Well, Johnny in the chat says he agrees with Lou. So, well, got two people hating Jack in the Box tonight.
3: No, I like Jack in the Box. Wait, you just said you didn't like it. I said I like it. I misheard the question. I'm confused. There's a lot going on.
2: Johnny is banned. (laughs) Sad.
1: So do you have a different question or a different answer
3: than Lou? Uh, I don't know. You go ahead and I'll think about it. Hmm. I
0: feel like Taco Bell is the one for me. And Taco I say Bell. this is someone who eats a lot of Taco Bell. It's just just kind of gets you through. It's not anything <laughs> special. But yeah. I mean, when it's late and you're a little toasty, and can't go wrong. <laughs>
2: A little tasted, a little tasted. But it's Uh, like
0: it's like if you're feeling good, you go to Del Taco because that's that's the high class.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's Del Taco. Yeah, love me some Del Taco.
3: Yeah, it's fine dining.
2: For me, oh, I might, (laughs) I might be doing, I might be the lewd tonight with what I'm about to say. This might piss some people off.
0: Oh Jesus!
2: A mediocre food. It's never amazing. It's never bad, but it's just always fine. For me, regular plain mashed potatoes. Hmm. They're never exciting for me. <laughs> never bad. I prefer seven days out of the week, mashed sweet potato. I'm a big sweet potato guy. If yeah, I was given mashed a choice, I would agree yeah love sweet potato cinnamon i will fuck up anything sweet potato oh yeah all the time but just just regular mashed potatoes like like i'll eat them but like they're definitely like one of the least most exciting parts about thanksgiving dinner for me
0: quick make a make a comparison to the behind of an animal
2: i will not be (laughs) doing that Um, (laughs) 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 um Wait, are we getting hate for the for sweet potato mashed sweet potatoes? For?
1: for mashed sweet potatoes? What is wrong with sweet
2: potatoes? potatoes? Lena said potatoes it reminds me, her. You understand, sweet potatoes are very good for you.
1: Yeah, and Lou made a weird face when I said I like cinnamon on mine, so I don't know what
0: his deal is. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's do good. you not? Do you not have sweet Lou, potatoes for Thanksgiving sweet potato dinner?
3: Sweet potatoes, that, that, fucking suck, bro. <laughs>
2: No, don't. Lou. I'm. I will be on your doorstep after we get off. Um,
3: oh, is that a promise?
2: Uh, <laughs> <pie>. <laughs> oh, do I give? Do I give my big Thanksgiving take that I was teasing on Twitter? Price.
0: I uh, mean, we're we're pushing an hour forty-five right
2: now. Oh, it's but... gonna be quick. <laughs> we can end with it. It's gonna be quick. We no, can.
0: Uh, my mediocre
4: is probably canes, Honestly, Canes is fucking just mediocre.
1: I was going to say turkey. But we, just, we can end uh, with change. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my take was turkey is just dog shit and it should be eliminated from Thanksgiving. Why? Dinner. So my it's bad. It's dry. I don't okay. care if you put gravy on it. I like gravy. No, it's just never good. Turkey is never good. You know what should happen? We go get
3: it. You know you know what, you know what should then. happen?
2: You know what should happen? <laughs> Replace turkey and that gross-ass ham on a Thanksgiving dinner with, like, ribs or tri-tip, but keep all the normal Thanksgiving sides. That Mm -hmm. is an elite dinner right there, folks. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking barbecue. Uh, Yeah, I'm not a big ham guy. either. ham's pretty What the fuck does skill issue mean?
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm, like, fucking dying over here because I just read cook better, maybe.
2: No Skill respect issue. for tradition around here, Garrett. we're starting a new one.
0: Skill issues killing
3: me. I don't know why. I've never had a dry
2: turkey in my life.
3: <laughs> would uh, say
2: Connor can't cook. I can cook just fine. If you guys want to come out, like, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll cook you guys up something fierce. I'll
1: come over. I'll come
2: over for the stuffing. Want some Saban, it's not, Savannah, it's not about not being able to cook a turkey.
3: I like it's it. not good at all on Thanksgiving. I, or any I
0: just, day. I just like that Garrett says new traditions are tyrannical. These colors don't run, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Stuffing's Christ! Stuffing's not good
1: either. You guys like green bean casserole
0: for Thanksgiving? No. What? I, I won't, I won't touch it. Oh. Just, I won't touch stuffing. Very, very bland with my, my Thanksgiving dinner more... plate. I'm more about the sides for sure than the turkey
1: itself. I just I don't really care. Mashed mashed potatoes with gravy, stuffing. Mm-mm-mm.
3: I make I make chicken tenders for Thanksgiving, <laughs> like homemade ones.
2: I hate I hate turkey, and I say <laughs> I want to replace it with like ribs and tri tip and like good stuff that like I enjoy cooking and that I can make really well. And Lou says I want chicken tenders instead. And you come at yeah. me, chicken tenders.
3: Well, with chicken tenders. At it's, least they're
2: at least you, like they're not like wrong with chicken tenders. But I'm I'm just talking about it in a. You know.
0: I think we should end there and end with Garrett, his last message in the chat saying, "Jesus Christ!" All right, good night. <laughs> I'm not being I'm not being bullied. Yeah, by
3: I do want some fingies on Thanksgiving. Before,
0: so. I don't know why but this makes me want some pierogi,
1: but anyway. <laughs>
2: Rogues fire.
0: Yes. Dude, Jack the it.
3: box bingies right now sound hella good, though.
0: I'm probably going to go get some Del Taco while I wait I for the, box now. the episode to export. <laughs> well, take us out, Christ. Chris.
1: All right. Well, make sure you're following us everywhere at Late Arrivals Pod. We're on uh, Twitter. We're on Instagram. I think TikTok, the regular fries are better than there. the curly fries. Lou, shut up. We're, (laughs) uh, we're on everything. Go follow us. Uh, if you like our stuff, make sure you, uh, leave us a rating and review. Um, make fun of us if you want. I don't care. I like reading. We like reading the reviews. It's always always fun. So if you haven't yet, make sure you leave us one and leave us a five-star rating, all that stuff. Make sure you follow the hockey focus. Um, they are also on Instagram, but uh, their main thing is on Twitter. So follow them at the hockey focus and uh, follow our good friend uh, hockey daily 365 on Twitter. Uh, he's he's his uh, followers have been going up a lot. Uh, he's at, he's almost at 11 K now. So that's cool. Everyone's following him. Keep interacting with his highlights. He's pumping out all the, all the goal highlights. And
0: they guys come guys out to, super. Uh, f-
2: they come out super fast too. It's ridiculous. Super fast. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? Uh, do you guys want me to document my experience at the uh, at the Tampa Bay Lightning game on Saturday? Yes. At, okay. On the, mm-hmm. on the on. The, on the, should I do it on my account or on the late arrivals account?
1: Late arrivals. Yeah, do it on the late, late arrivals account. account. Yeah, the late arrivals account on Twitter the, and the, Instagram. The Later arrivals account.
0: Listen yeah. to the Garrative. Smash the fucking like button. <laughs> Smash the like button at Later Rivals Pod.
2: Smash that like button. Leave a comment. I don't know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We should get Nash to do a cameo for us.
0: I've been saying this for like three months. Oh, have you? Well,
2: Heather and Savannah, my haters, are my biggest motivators. So thank you for (laughs) giving me a purpose to live every day. (laughs) Uh, Good night, everyone.
1: Leave us a rating and love us. Bye. (laughs) you <laughs>